Hey everyone, welcome to this episode. This is the podcast based on the fundamentals of success for the 21st century. My name is Jordan Lane Miller and I'm excited to be here with you sharing my experiences, insights, successes, and struggles. I'm also beyond excited to bring you amazing interviews with people who are already excelling in these fundamentals in their own right. This week's episode we have Katie Jensen. Katie Jensen has been an entrepreneur for over 30 years with a deep background and a diverse set of industries. In the past three decades, Katie has launched a chain of medical spas, a private air charter company, a consulting and coaching firm, and recently launched a retail business with her daughter. Through Katie Drew Coaching, her passion is helping entrepreneurs get clear on their vision, define their why, get more clients, and get results that provide the financial freedom they dream of. Katie's exclusive luxury retreats on the beautiful beaches of Laguna Beach help entrepreneurs refocus, renew, and refresh their businesses. So without any further delay, let's welcome Katie to the podcast. Hey, Katie, how are you? Hey, Jordan, I'm great. How are you? I'm doing wonderful, thank you. Doing wonderful. Great. Great. Well, so excited to have you on this episode, and uh, I know our, all the listeners will be anxious to hear all that you have to share about so many different um, fundamentals in life. But, uh, you know, this episode is kind of geared towards the entrepreneurship, um, goal setting, and, and leadership uh, fundamentals that we talk about on, on this podcast. So uh, I couldn't think of anything, anyone better than Miss <laughs> Katie Jensen to uh, share everything that she knows about those those uh, fundamentals. So, you know, real quick for our listeners, would you uh, just share a little bit about your background and uh, maybe just a few things that you think have led you to this uh, moment in time speaking on this awesome podcast? Absolutely. And thank you again for having me. I'm really excited to be here as well. Um, just excited to watch your path. And as a leader, it's just been really fun to, to know you. And so I appreciate it. Uh, let's see, where do I begin? I've been an entrepreneur for a long time, um, probably before I knew what the word meant. <laughs> um, as a kid, I just think I, I was destined to go down that path. Um, let's see, to make it kind of short, obviously I'm, I'm not a young person now. I've, I've been an entrepreneur for a long time, but originally, you know, when I was younger, I, I really wanted to be a doctor and that was, um, that was sort of my path I wanted to take. And you know, went into college with that idea and other things turned my path as often life takes us on a different journey. So I began a family and my kids were my top priority. So getting into a career as an entrepreneur, I really took my love for medicine and helping others. And I started a Medispa, which was a big thing back in the mid nineties. That's when it really started happening. So I could work with those healers and physicians and therapists and practitioners in my business in a just a different way. I was able to bring them into my vision. So that was my first big, you know, um, entrepreneurship where it, it, it wasn't just out of my home. It was a brick and mortar. And I ended up growing that business um, through a lot of bumps and trials and errors, um, which was my classroom. And I was, after about a decade, I had a chain of medical spas that I was actually able to sell, which was a very interesting transition because I think a lot of people going into business, um, they don't really have the end goal. You know, they, they want to start a business, but not, um, they're not always sure 
where it's going to lead them. You know, am I going to sell it? Am I just going to close the doors one day? Am I going to move on? So it was an interesting transition. And from there, um, really strange. My kids were in their teen years then, and I decided to open an air charter, a private air charter company, which was, you know, a 180 from, from the medical world. And, but it was still being an entrepreneur. And I think that once you are an entrepreneur, you really can do a variety of different things. I mean, that's the beauty of it. Right. So from there, um, we owned a, a wonderful little air charter company in Colorado. I was originally from Seattle, but moved at that time. And after six, seven years, and a pretty big bump in the road with the recession that we all went through and experienced in 2008, nine, um, decided to keep it going for quite some time afterwards, but was really affected by that time, which we can talk about later and, um, got into coaching from there. When I sold that business, I realized that, you know, after a couple of decades of business ownership, I should have learned a, a thing or two and wanted to share that. Um, you know, I wanted to be a mentor for, up-and-coming entrepreneurs, seasoned entrepreneurs, people in transition. So from there, here we are. I've got a couple of exciting things going on that would love to chat with you about during this conversation. But that's sort of, in a nutshell, my background and how I got to where I'm at. Well, that's awesome. I mean, that's a fantastic nutshell, to say the least. Um, <laughs> you know, and what I love about talks, um, about entrepreneurship and then talking to other entrepreneurs is that everybody's journey, while they might have say, some of the same, you know, uh, things that go on, it's so vastly different and there's not one path um, at all that somebody has to take. Whereas, you know, in a traditional job, it's like for a doctor example, they have to go here, then they have to go here, then they have to do this. And it's pretty well laid out what you have to do in the time frame. Mm-hmm. For entrepreneurs, it, it could be a day, it could be a year, it could be 10, it could be a lifetime before, you know, where you're going and what where you get to. So I find that fascinating. Um, uh, a couple of things that really mm-hmm. stuck out on, on your journey to get here, um, you know, that I think people, uh, especially younger people would like to, um, or maybe they can resonate with is, that one, you didn't know actually what an entrepreneur was before you started. You kind of just, it just happened. It just was maybe organically for you, yeah. uh, you know, and two was the, you didn't have an intention to, right? <laughs> I, yeah. Go ahead. Well, you know, I laugh because I think that, um, and actually I think you've been in one of my workshops where I talk about, you know, as a, as a young girl, I think I was 11, 12 years old, how I franchised a babysitting service. And, you know, I remember coming home and telling my very, um, I want to say normal because I don't know if entrepreneurs are normal, but they were definitely traditional. And I told them what I had done and they just looked at each other like, where'd she come from? You know, and who is this person? And, and I had vision. I just didn't know what it really was. I always wanted to create. And when I wanted to go into the medical world, I knew that I would be owned by somebody and it just didn't feel right. You know, it didn't feel right. And actually, if I would have looked ahead, um, I, you know, I was a single mom for many years and a lot of, you know, life, we just don't have a, a known path at all times. And the way I thought my life was going to play out didn't. And, um, you know, my kid's dad got, um, sick pretty early on and, and he, he passed away when my kids were pretty young and, 
you know, and I, I did remarry and, um, and he was an international pilot. So he was gone all the time. So, you know, my world was how can I create something so I can be there for my kids? And of course, not always knowing that entrepreneurship, you're going to put a lot more hours into it, especially at the beginning, but it gives you the flexibility. You can take off at noon if you have to, and maybe go back to work at eight o'clock at night. Um, so I, I kind of chuckle when we talk about the path and you're, I mean, you know, a lot of different professions, you have this known path and as an entrepreneur, you don't really know. And that's part of the fun and the fear. So, you know, you have to balance those two things. Absolutely. I, I totally agree. And, you know, I was the same way, uh, you know, with mowing lawns and newspaper routes and those kind of thing, anything to make a, a dollar so I could spend it, <laughs> which forced me into the thought of, you know, being my own boss or business yeah. owner, whatever you want to call it. Um, but I find it, you know, fascinating. I mean, entrepreneurship is kind of a hot topic right now. And I, I think maybe for the wrong reasons based mm-hmm. on what social media has glamorized it as. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, my daughter is six and um, I don't, I am not interested in telling her what she has to do and whatever path. I just want to give her the experience and the tools to know that she can create anything she wants, even at six. And then, um, you know, if she wants to take it into a hobby or a business, I mean, she can do either one of those. And I'm completely fine. I just, it wasn't quite that way when we were uh, growing up. So um, kids today have, have a different, I don't want to say it's better or worse, but they have a different um, opportunity uh, because of the internet and social media to really test it all out for a lot less expensive um, than we did. So. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And they're doing it at, at a younger age. I mean, I love to see what you're doing with your kids. I just think it's amazing. And as young as they are, I mean, you're teaching them so many important, you know, fundamentals of success uh, as what you are basing your business and your brand around. And it's so important, those eight fundamentals that you are incorporating in their world and the other people that you coach and serve. I mean, it's it starts in your home, you know, so the values and the morals that we are sharing with our kids as they're growing up, I mean, it's just so crucial, you know, especially today with our world sometimes being a little upside down, you know, you're, you're, you're teaching them these wonderful, the foundation that they can do anything. And, um, that's, that's really amazing. You know, not a lot of people put that effort and time into it or sometimes they just can't, you know, they might be locked in a, in a nine to five job where they barely even see their children. You know, and they're just hoping and praying that wherever they are during the day, they're learning these great lessons. But, you know, <laughs> that's a whole other topic, right? <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, it is. But, you know, I, I so appreciate you saying that. You know, honestly, I, I can trace back a few years ago, uh, one of the first times I did meet you in your workshops. And um, because of, of attending a workshop and taking the, um, being vulnerable enough to, to go and, and participate and open up, I actually gained a lot of clarity on where I wanted to go with what I was doing, which had been kind of a stumbling uh, block for me um, up until that point. So, oh, awesome. Um, you know, that, that really did help a lot. So I do have to uh, acknowledge that, um, you know, it, it is it's, it is great. You know, out of the blue, or just basically since we're talking about entrepreneurship, and mm-hmm. I think many people who aren't um, entrepreneurs might have a – misconception i'm curious what if you had to just kind of describe without a dictionary definition what do you feel an entrepreneur um, actually is oh boy that's a good question and and i know what you're saying um 
it, it can be kind of glamorized in, you know, social media or just, and not only that, I think a lot of people don't like to, hmm, always divulge that they may not be doing as great as they would like to be. And that's life. That's being vulnerable enough to say, Hey, an entrepreneur goes through these huge ups and downs and that's part of it. And, you know, you have ups and downs in life in general, but I think for a business owner, um, they can be magnified because it's all on your shoulders. So I suppose to answer your question, I mean, it's, it's, it's just, it's everything. It's the freedom, but with the freedom comes all that responsibility. And I think the biggest thing about being an entrepreneur is there's just no ceiling. You can create whatever you want to create. Now, it's not easy, obviously. I mean, there's, there's struggles. And I think one of the, I think Darren Hardy is the one who said it, that you have to embrace, you know, your struggles to, to get to the success. So when they do happen, you know, you can't, you can't quit and you can't hide from them. You know, you have to know that they're there for a reason to build you up even further. Absolutely. That's, that's great. I think that, you know, I love hearing the different concepts and definitions. And I think that's, you know, that's, you said it beautifully, uh, freedom mm-hmm. and responsibility. Right. And that those two sometimes um, seem like they might be on the opposite ends. <laughs> At the same time, I, I think it's hard to get to the freedom side without the responsibility. Right. And yeah. so, you know, what I love about and and because most people, I try to take the risk side out of entrepreneurship or the mind, the, the concept that it's just risky. It's someone that's free will, or free, you know, willy nilly, I'm going to throw everything I have. And if it sticks great, if not, then I'll sleep on my buddy's couch. <laughs> that's, you know, that, that maybe some people do that, but that's really not the majority of um, entrepreneurs. And so I feel like you said, you, the ability to create whatever you want, whenever you want. And that's what entrepreneurship is. It's it's someone not waiting for somebody else to create or tell them that they need to create, innovate, um, you know, produce for some, something or somebody. They just take it upon themselves. Right. And, you know, and with that might come a little bit of inherent risk. At the same time, when they've mastered the other fundamentals, then there's it eliminates all the risk and then entrepreneurship becomes fun. Well, I think you touched on it, too, because there's a big difference between, um, you know, just risk versus a calculated risk. And I think those are where your fundamentals come in, because if you can check those things off before you launch something or before you jump in too deep, then that risk becomes more manageable. And I think every successful person will say that, that they have had risk going into an unknown, but it comes with a calculated decision, um, to, you know, to look before you leap. Right. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's not blind, not just blind, um, you know, pure dumb luck. I mean, sometimes (laughs) people say that, but really there had to be something before some kind of forethought of, you know, maybe this could happen or, and then the willingness to go through it. So I think that's great. Um, you know, since we've talked a lot about kind of getting started and going through the journey, uh, would you mind kind of sharing a few of the biggest um, lessons you've learned uh, as an entrepreneur? Um, you know, oh, yeah, sure. if you're willing to. Yeah, thank you. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it's interesting that the biggest lessons I always look back on, because you obviously, if you had a, you know, a crystal ball, you may not, you may not go down the path of being an entrepreneur, because it's, it's a bumpy road sometimes. But you know, not to, to put a damper in all of it, it's, it's just what it is. And I think that one of the biggest lessons is, if your why or your vision isn't strong enough, then you're more likely to quit. And, you know, we talk about the risk factor or just jumping into something and it might be blind luck. I think that um, those people typically will quit because you have to go in with the reason why you're doing this. And you have to know your passion and your purpose because that's what's going to keep you going, you know. And, and I think those are the biggest lessons that I've learned that I have found whenever I've had a big stumbling block and I just want to throw in the towel, I have to ask myself, do I want to throw in the towel because it's just hard or because I'm not staying true to my path. And there's a big difference, and I think you need to really think on that. You know, a lot of young entrepreneurs, they wanna go into it because it might be a fad, or maybe I can make quick money, or something along those lines. And and this is just my, you know, I think there's amazing young entrepreneurs right now, and I think they're way smarter than I've ever been, especially with social media and everything else. But that is one thing that I have seen, um, and, and with older entrepreneurs that may be leading corporate world too, and it's just a new step for them is you can't follow someone else's path and you can't do, you can't do something that's a fad, um, or it could be the latest and greatest. And I think that's going back to your own vision and really talking about is your vision. And what I see with a lot of, you know, new entrepreneurs or, or people that are older and perhaps leaving the corporate world or whatever, they want to jump in and they kind of let their anxiety or their fear take over sometimes. And what I mean by that is, you know, they might want to follow a fad or, you know, just to make a quick buck or whatever. And that's not what true entrepreneurship should be all about. And so the very first question I ask a client is really, what is your true vision? Because that, if you're really, really clear with your why and your vision, that's what's going to hold you through those struggles. And that's what's going to propel you, you know, to, to succeed. Um, so, yeah, I think that that's really the biggest, you know, learning lesson that I've had as an entrepreneur is staying very, very clear to my purpose. Wonderful. That's great. Um, and a real quick follow-up on that question, or on that, uh, is what's one tip you could give or that you do give your clients um, to, who are just starting out brand new to figure out their why or figure out their vision? Well, you know, there's, there are exercises that we can go through and typically, you know, I just have them unplug and get just very still with themselves. If they're really struggling with them, if they're not quite sure, um, you know, what direction that they want to go with their career, with their business, we just get really still with what's in your heart. And I know that sounds kind of hokey pokey or whatever, but it is true, you know, because if you're really not clear about who you want to serve, getting very, very clear with your niche and really what your, your big um, solution is for them, what is your big value? Those two things have to be hand in hand. And I think that is another lesson I've learned as an entrepreneur is every time I get more specific about who I'm serving, and very, very specific about what big problem I might be solving for these people, my business has grown. And um, that's how we get, I think that's, that's the hurdle that we go through if they're stuck in that, you know, am I serving the people? Am I doing, am I going on the right path? Is those, those two big things have to be in alignment. Okay, absolutely, I, I totally agree. And you know, that, that brings up another point. Um, 
you know, we talk about why and the vision and, and creating that visual on it. That kind of leads into, you know, setting goals, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I'm curious, it, you know, you said a lot of times your, your businesses or ventures have started from wanting to solve a problem for yourself mm-hmm. or for somebody else. Um, does that, how does that play into goal setting? And is that um, what you find, find is most often the case? Or just talk a little bit about setting goals, because I know you've achieved some extraordinary things in your life. That might be a tribute to that. Yeah, well, thank you. I, You know, the funny thing about goals is I think there's two different things I see. Um, getting back to the vision, we always have to go there. If that's not clear, then how can you set a goal? You know, people sometimes put the goals before their, their why. And once, you know, that vision is clear, then those goals can be more attainable and they become real. People can write down goals all day long. I don't know if you've done it. I've done it. You know, night before, Sunday night, before Monday, I'm like, I'll do this, 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 and this, and this tomorrow. <laughs> and maybe I'll get through a third of it. And I think, you know, it's it's mainly because as humans, we're, we're not wired to be disciplined with our goals. So the biggest thing that I have used myself and brought into my client's world, it, you know, are routines and rituals. And you have to follow those if you're going to check off those goals because it's, it's very, it's almost like a computer in our brain. If we say we want something, that's not enough to achieve the goal because it's just human nature to kind of veer off, right? So if, if those goals are in alignment with your big purpose and your big why, then the next step is to make them come true or to attain them by setting those routines and those rituals every day. And that could be as simple as you're going to get up at a, at a certain time every day, you're going to do your meditation, or you're going to write in your gratitude journal, or whatever it is, because all of those things are going to help you attain those goals. Awesome. I, uh, thank you so much for sharing that. You know, and that just, I hadn't necessarily thought about it that way, as far as vision first, then goal. But I think mm-hmm. that is pretty, pretty important. Um, you know, and they, they can happen pretty quickly, one right after the other. It's not like you have sure. a vision for five years and then you finally set a goal. Right. Um, yeah, because that's just a, that's a daydream, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly, a daydream. Well, and the other, that, uh, that brings up the other thing that I'm so glad you pointed out, that you have to set, you don't just write it down and then it happens. That's right. the catalyst, right? That's the starting point. But, you know, the, the, with the popularity, rise in popularity of the, that movie, The Secret, well, it's mm. fun to watch and fun to dream about it, but that's all it is. That you don't sit on your couch and visualize, you know, you sitting behind the wheel of a Ferrari and then all of a sudden you're doing it. You know, people that visualize that strongly, mm-hmm. I feel like they open up their, their mind's eye and then they go take the action. They go set right. the routines. And I think yeah. that's the part that most people miss when they get scared of setting goals. They say, oh, I set a goal and then it didn't happen. Well, you know, you had more yeah. of a fantasy, yeah. so... Would you, you have to act on it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, and I think there's a there's a quote, and it's not coming to me right now, but it's, it's right along those lines. You know, a dream without action is just a, it's just a dream, you know. And the other thing, the other thing, and I really think this is important, and I call it over-goaling, <laughs> be careful not to over-goal yourself because you need to stay realistic so you don't fail and you don't want to feel like you're failing Meaning like you can't do, you know, it's almost like you can't, you can't eat an elephant in one bite. You know, you have to chop it up. 
that's really a horrible thing to say, but you know what I'm saying? (laughs) You know, it's, it's, it's one step at a time. And I think beginning entrepreneurs, they just want to do everything. It's a shiny object syndrome, right? So, you know, they throw out all of these big, long lists of to do's and then they just get overwhelmed and they might just abandon the whole project because it's just too much. So one of the things I try to help people do is to see the priority list and to say, okay, you know, we're going to look at a three month um, design. In the first month, we're going to chop it down to this, 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 and this. And then we even get more specific the first week, the first day, you know, so it's attainable. Mm-hmm. Okay, absolutely. That's great. You know, we could spend so much time just talking about goal setting and goal. Oh, yeah. And there's so many different schools of thought. And I'm not sure one is, there's not a right, you know, one size fits all. Because I know, no. I know people that are ready to 10x their goal. And if they have something that's so far out of reach, that they just keep striving for, they're going to far surpass a goal that they could have attained pretty easily. Whereas yeah. you had mentioned some people that over goal, you know, it, they just get so discouraged and then they quit. So um, it's, I, I've tried both ways and I'm not sure. I, I, I think maybe at different parts of my life is when it's supposed to be one way or the other. But um, what's, what's kind of your feeling on that? Well, I think you, know, you have to know yourself. Um, you know, I think everyone thrives in different ways, you know, um, I said waves, I meant ways, I think, but (laughs) I think that, um, when you really truly know how you operate, you know, um, then you can decide, do I want to, do I want to throw something out there that is just so, so huge that I don't know if I'll ever get there, but I really need that to propel myself. Then that's, that's going to work for you. Other people might be intimidated by that thought. You know, so like I said, they need something that's a little bit more laid out, a little bit more strategic, Um, but they should always have the end goal in mind, you know, and I think that in setting goals, that's something, that's something else that we should always um, keep in mind. Like, why am I setting this goal? What is going to happen after that goal is met? Is that going to push my business further or is it just something I feel like doing? And I think in today's world, you have to be very, very careful going back to that, you know, shiny object because, there's so many different things to do. You've got Instagram, you've got social media and all different platforms, you know, Facebook and LinkedIn and you have this and you have that. And, you know, what do I do? How do I market this? And that's where people get tripped up. You know, they try to do everything at once. And either you have a, a big bank account that you can hire all these different people to keep all those pieces moving. But if you're like a lot of entrepreneurs I know who are solo and they're kind of isolated, you know, they might be at home in front of their computer and that's it. Um, you know, you have to be very clear about the steps that you're taking and in the right order. Yeah, that, I think that's phenomenal. And I think that's what trips people up. Mm-hmm. Is they just get so scared of that process. Yeah. We're taught to chase the result from a very early age, and then we get the, you know, we get praised and rewarded for the result, and we don't, you know, we, we overlook the process that someone takes to get there. And I think that probably trips them up. But I think that's a great, that's great. Because I've done it, when I said I've done it both ways, I love dreaming big. <laughs> so, I, you know, I've written down things from when I was 18, which was, you know, and you know, having a jet or whatever. And just because I'm, you know, silly like that, it's, as far as when you start dreaming. At the same time, over the last 15 years, when I started setting goals, I've gone back to lists from when I first did it. And I've been shocked at what I've been able to cross off having not thought about it, 
but again, it, when, once you put it down, you start really thinking about it. Um, but then again, you have to then you have to go back to the action steps, like you were saying. Right. You have to right. have something that's not just pie in the sky. Yeah. And this um, ambition. So I, you know, for people just starting out, I think that's a great way to do it. As far as take the little bites, figure out what you can do, learn the process, become mm -hmm. comfortable with it, and then dive into however big you want to go with it. So. Thank you. Right. And you can, you can always add to those goals too, right? Like I love what you said about how things have happened. You put them out there and then all of a sudden without even sometimes you realizing you're, you're achieving those goals. And you know, the other thing I think is important, and I just thought about this, um, one of the things that I try to do and, you know, I have a gratitude journal. I, I also have sort of, um, another journal that as I'm talking in the future, and it may sound a little silly, but I'll say things like, um, you know, you know, I moved down to the beach, right? That was something I wanted to do a long time ago. My next step is getting the house of my dreams on the beach. <laughs> I'm very close. I'm right around the corner, but I'm, I'm not quite there. But it's on my vision board and it's happening. So in one of my journals that I, you know, I have two every day that I write in. And one is just pure gratitude about, you know, just thanking the universe or, you know, whoever you thank um, for what I do have. The other journal is I'm writing in the future as if I've already had it. And it's, it's really fun to do, and it's really fun to look back at. Like you said, you've looked back at those big goals that you set for yourself, and you're achieving them. And, you know, I'll talk as if it's already happened. And I think that that's really important to manifest your destiny that way. You know, the universe, it's, it's and without sounding all woo-woo and hokey-pokey, but I think that the universe does reward us for asking for what we really want. And so I will write as if I'm sitting on my oceanfront, you know, balcony, in my beautiful home that's, you know, it's in my head. I see it. It's going to happen. And I write as if I am there. And I'm thanking the universe for all these gifts I have. And it's not just about material things. It's also about the people I'm serving. You know, I, I, I write, you know, I had a great day serving, you know, my niche. And this is what we did. And this is what we accomplished. And it's really funny. You're actually writing a story. It's almost like writing a book. But, mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're talking as if you were already there. There's a lot of power to it. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. I think the gratitude is um, is essential for everybody to, to do. And then the, the speaking as if it's already happened. Um, yeah. in, in understanding what that means when you say that it's already happened. Um, right. And actually, as I was uh, kind of thinking about our you know conversation today and, and what I wanted to um, just prepare with, I kind of reviewed some stuff from back in... Uh, I don't know, 2011 and 2012 and 13. And just now in, you know, 2018, some of these things are just about to start happening or are in the process of happening. Awesome. And it's just crazy to think that back six, seven years ago, five, six, seven years ago, I was writing that down as if it had happened. And that's the <laughs> other thing, patience, right? Yes. What, what's your thought on the ability to have patience with... <laughs> with your goals? Well, I laugh because anyone who knows me, I don't have a ton of patience. Um, but I have learned through the years to em embrace that. And I also think that things don't always happen in our, um, in our agenda, you know. And I think just being a parent, as you know, <laughs> that, that gives you a whole different perspective 
of how your day is going to go. You know, you don't, you don't know if little one's going to stub her toe and you might have to go to the urgent care or, you know, or if right in the middle of your podcast, you get a call that, you know, drops you off. I mean, you just don't know. Right. Uh So being patient with, with what is going on in the moment, um, I think is something I've learned and it's taken me a lot of years. I mean, you and I are in different places in life. I mean, your, your kids are young and you're kind of um, I mean, you've accomplished so much more than I think I did at your age, but you know, my kids are all grown and now I'm looking at grandkids and I'm looking at kind of like the third act of my life, you know, and, and, and it's exciting every stage that we're at, but it took me a long time to really, to, to really get patience in, in not trying, especially the older you get, you think you have less time. So you want to hustle things up and you want things to happen quickly and the universe might look back at you and say, no, <laughs> No, you're just going to have to wait your turn. <laughs> oh, yes. That's silly. Yeah, and nobody's uh, immune to that. That certainly is. Right. Uh, it happens to us all. But, no, that, that's that's great. So, um, you know, just a few other questions where I think, sure. you know, again, the listeners, uh, prim- primary listeners of, the, of this podcast would be, um, you know, younger people, um, you know, maybe still navigating the school system and, and whatnot and thinking about the world from the beginning standpoint standpoint and then also you know um parents younger parents um and newer entrepreneurs those kind of people that are just getting started off um what what do you what would you say if you just one thing what does it take one quick sentence what does it take to oh. venture into entrepreneurship oh my gosh that's tough just one well, you know, there, there are two words, not just words, that popped in my head. Okay. And, you know, perseverance and tenacity are two words that I think um, just popped in my head when you said that. I mean, that, 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 but that's not my one. I get, I get another, <laughs> another take at this. Great. But, you know, I, I really do think it does have to come back to your vision. And, and don't let anyone tell you you can't do it. If you really have a driving, you know, force behind your thought or behind the business you want to create, there's a reason for that. You know, and, and I think when we're kids, you know, we have this open, wonderful idea of the world, or at least we should, you know, because that innocence is what we're born with. And unless someone's really squashing you down, it's a beautiful thing. And I just, it's so sad when we start to lose it because other people tell you maybe you can't do this or that, you know, I mean, listen to your inner, you know, your inner child and your intuition and you know, because being an entrepreneur is really about intuition. It's about, you know, what I feel is the reason that we're here. You know, it's your sole purpose. It's your sole purpose to to give to others what you are brought here to give. And that's deep, I realize. But, you know, I think when you really have that, you can't lose. You can't fail. And you can't let other people tell you that you can't have what your dreams are. Oh, that's, that's phenomenal. And I totally agree. You know, with as much negativity as there is uh, or appears to be in the world, there's also so much uh, joy and abundance and positivity uh, when you look in the right areas. And so anybody that might have that vision, but it's been kind of beaten down, you know, it's you just got to turn off the negativity, shut off the TV and whatever else that's bringing in neg- you know, negative news. And then there's plenty of people. Right. I mean, I know that you would be happy if someone random just started sharing their their vision and and you got excited and said, you know what, I don't know you, but I'm here to, you know, however it is, I'm here to encourage you to keep going. 
right? I mean, we, there's so many people that would do that. We just have to be willing to, to take a step out of the comfort zone and find those people to to um, associate with. So. Oh, yeah. And, you know, you just said it, too, and I know that um, I don't know how much time we have left on the conversation, but a really important point that you just mentioned was, you know, surrounding yourself with the people that you want to be like. You know, don't let other people drag you down. What do they say? The five people that you spend the most time with is basically who you are. And, you know, I mean, we all want to go out and have a good time, and that's great. You need that balance in life. But I do think that you always need to have a mentor that knows more than you do because there's always someone out there that does. You know, you need to surround yourself with like-minded people that are positive. You know, like you said, you don't want those naysayers holding you back because nobody needs that. It's hard enough to grow a business without having people tell you you can't, you know. So that's really, really important. And, you know, one of the things that you said about one piece of advice, something that always, always is in my mind, and I love this. I love this quote, is don't wish it was easier, wish you were better. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know where I saw it or where I read it or whatever, but you know what? That, that has helped me. I can't even tell you. It's very emotional for me because that really hits it. You know, it tells me to step up my game. And, you know, anytime you have a struggle, you know, just go back to the reason that you started this and know that that struggle is going to make you a better person. Oh, I love that you said that. Um, that is uh, from one of my favorite, uh, actually my, my primary mentor, Jim Rohn. Don't, mm. don't wish it was easier, wish you were better. Uh, you know, to expand on it, don't wish for less problems, wish for more skills. You know, it yeah. keeps going, and it's just, it, it's right. When you hear that and then when you say it, it's an emotional. Mm-hmm. It just brings that emotion of, of um, I don't know, and then it, uh, you get that little tingle, but then it also fits <laughs> you with the ambition that you can do it. You right. can do it, and that's, that's great. So, Well, and it also makes you accountable for yourself. Mm-hmm. And I think there's so many people that like to play the victim in this world that when you say that, you know, it's like, hey, no one told you this is going to be easier, but this will make you better. And when you say that, you're being accountable for yourself or call your accountability partner or your coach or your mentor and say, hey, I'm struggling. I need to be better. Can you help me get to that next level? That's awesome. So, yeah, I want to make sure we get to a few other things. But real quick, if I could probably sum up and you correct me if I'm wrong on these but what I've gained from you which has been awesome from basically a goal setting standpoint or an entrepreneur mm-hmm. standpoint which then would go into leadership at some point but it's number one get a why or a vision mm-hmm. crystal clear uh, number two set some action steps right. to actually getting it done number three would be surround yourself with uh, you know like-minded people or people that you actually are going to help you achieve that mm-hmm. um, Always get the advice from a mentor that's smarter than you or that's done what you want to do. Right. And then uh, don't wish it was easier. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Does that that about sum it up? I I think you're you're spot on. Yeah, all of those things I can completely agree with. Awesome. Well, there you go, folks. I mean, with with those five action items – you know, that's just, there's your recipe for success. So, um, you know, what, what are you excited about right now? I know you've got a lot of stuff going on. So what, what, what is making you do 16 to 18 hour (laughs) days? You know, (laughs) well, yeah, some, some days are long, um, but I am really excited right now. You know, I, I, as you know, I relocated to Southern California. I'm living just a couple of blocks from, from the beach, which has been my dream for a long time. 
Um, you know, I'm originally from, from the coast. So I, you know, went inland to Colorado and I'm back on the beach. Um, and, and one of the things that's really exciting is I brought, obviously when you're an entrepreneur, you can set up shop wherever you are, you know, you can grab your laptop and go. I got a couple of really great projects. Um, one of my dreams, and I got to tell you, I remember when I had my first medical spa and literally my youngest was in diapers and, you know, we would, I had this old house we converted into a clinic. And so it had all of the things that we needed, a little kitchen, it had a fireplace, it had, you know, it was just a really nice, nice spot or space. And oftentimes my kids would fall asleep under my desk. I mean, I remember working into the night, you know, and having to get them up in the morning and get them back to, you know, their, their daycare or whatever. And, um, but we always were together, you know, whenever we could be together, we were together and they watched me work through as an entrepreneur. And one of the things I always want to do is work with my kids. And that has come true. So I have a business that's in its pre-launch phase right now called Pamper Play Prepare, which is a lot of peas, um, with my daughter. And it's a monthly subscription box where it's very different than what I've done before. Um, she's amazing too. I'm learning things from her that I never thought I would, that I would learn. And it's just been incredible to see how we balance each other. But it's basically a monthly subscription box for second time moms. Again, getting very specific on our niche. <laughs> it's not um, just for pregnant moms, but for moms who are having a second baby. And we felt that was kind of a, a sweet spot because not as many people are paying attention um, you know, to, to the mom and she's feeling a little guilty and probably tired and pulled in different directions. And so we send, um, pampering gifts for her and then an activity or a toy for her child so they can do something together before the second child is born. So that's really fun. Um, so that's sort of, you know, on autopilot right now we're in pre-launch phase, but the, in the now, <laughs> as I say, the thing that I'm really excited about and why I'm here at the beach um, are my boutique retreats that I am leading on the beautiful beaches down here. And I tell you, there's just something that happens to your soul when you can just, you know, refresh and renew and re-inspire yourself and your life um, when your toes are in the sand. So we do two to four day uh, deep dives where we totally unplug, you know, and it's a balance. We obviously work on your business, but we do it in a real raw way where we merge you know, the personal with the business. I mean, literally you have to check your phone back at the boutique hotel. And so we can just really talk about what's really going on, being very real with our businesses. And it's exciting. They're five-star luxury exclusive retreats. I mean, I pamper these people to the hilt. So it's, um, it's really fun if you need to get away and you want to work on your business at the same time, you know, you want to have a little bit of luxury time for yourself. Wow, that sounds phenomenal. That sounds phenomenal. And you know, we'll we'll hook up some uh, any kind of links or info you want to provide on what you're doing um, in some of the notes uh, if people want to look in further into it. Um, if you're good with that, and uh, you know, real quick, where where can we um, where can people connect with you online? Where's the best place to? Oh, you know, I'm not online. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> you know, you, you know, I'm just new to Instagram, so I think this is the the, the most um, comical part of my social media world because I thought I was good until my kids are like, "Mom, you're not on Instagram." So um, I, I am dabbling there, but you know, I have a website, um, KatieDrewCoaching.com. Um, Drew is my maiden name, and it's just um, I think because I wanted to become an entrepreneur when I was. Uh, much, much younger. I kind of went back to that maiden name when I was getting excited about that. So 
um, sort of in under construction. It's still up right now, but we're adding the retreat information and we're redoing the website. But you can you can connect with me there and say hello, and I'd love to hear what other people are doing. And um, I have um, on Facebook, you know, you can find me there as well. Or I just like to give, you know, as much free advice as I can to entrepreneurs and answer any questions that they might have. Um, I love to connect with people online, so Facebook is also another place. Awesome. Very cool. Uh, well, that's wonderful. And again, we'll link up a lot of notes uh, for people to, to get because they've already got a, you know, a wealth of uh, information um, from you. So thanks so much. Uh, one final question for you. But before <laughs> that, before I do that, I uh, just want to quickly acknowledge you. Aww. Uh, because, well, thank you. I mean, I, we've known each other for uh, several years now. Yeah. So on a personal level, you've helped so much. On a, on a macro level, I want to acknowledge you for being someone that has been a lifelong entrepreneur willing to take the journey to pave the road for so many others. Um, you know, and, and I know that you overcome a lot more or specific challenges being uh, females one and that and, and then really thriving. I think you're a phenomenal example. Oh, um, thank for, you. Uh, females and I know my daughter will. Uh, gain a lot and I already uh, she, she knows you and she <laughs> she, she watches and, and sees what's going on so you, oh just said, thank you said, you're welcome so it's just you've, you've been great for in so many ways so just want to acknowledge you for all the efforts that you do for not only your clients but um, people that you may not know oh um, that's so. so sweet I really that's touching and I I feel the same about you you know that I you know, I just think what you're doing is incredible. And and thank you again for, you know, for having me as your guest today. I know what you're doing here is amazing. And I'm so excited to hear all of your other guests. And so um, thank you. Oh, thank you. So final question. Um, oh. This is the the podcast for the fundamentals of success. So my, my question to you is what is your definition of success? Oh, boy. Okay. Um Boy, that's changed throughout the years. My definition of success is, oh boy, I was going to say one other thing, and I think really what it is is inner peace. And I say that because I know we're <laughs> veering off of the business side, but you know, you know me, I've been driven my whole life. I've, you know, always been what's next, what's next, what's next. And I think at some point in your life, you just have to go, you know, take a breath and say, I'm at peace. And that to me is true success. Oh, that's beautiful. That's what a way to, to wrap <laughs> it up in a nice little bow tie.